Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age seven. That's me. And Ellie, age five. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads, and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe. Why do we celebrate New Year? The first question is: Why is New Year when it is? It's on January the first. That's the start of the year. Actually, it used to be on the first day of spring on March the twenty-fifth. That sort of makes sense because then it would be like the seasons: spring, summer, autumn, and winter. The first people to celebrate it then were the Mesopotamians. They existed four thousand years ago. They lived in what we call Iraq. They chose a day in late March with the exact equal amount of sunlight and darkness to celebrate the new year. They had a huge religious festival called Akitu. That means barley in their language. What do they use barley for? For making bread and beer. And it would be harvested in the spring too. So is this like a harvest festival? A little, but it was also a religious festival. In addition to the New Year, Attiku celebrated the mythical victory of the sky god Marduk over the evil sea goddess Tiamat. They also started the tradition of New Year's resolutions. That's when you make a promise to do something different next year. The Mesopotamians made promises to do things better, to try to make the gods like them more, and to start the new year off on the right foot. But how did it change to the first of January? For that, we have to go to the Roman time, two thousand years ago. The start of January was an important time for the Romans. Before Rome was an empire, they elected rulers each year. They were called consuls. We learned about them in our Hannibal episode. That was my first episode. They took charge on January the first each year. They would rule for the whole year. Over time, they started to think of the new year starting not at the beginning of spring, but instead at the start of January when the consul took over. There was another problem with the Roman calendar. The Romans didn't have enough days in a year. There are three hundred and sixty-five days in a year. That's how long it takes the Earth to go around the sun. But the Romans got it a bit wrong. They had only 304 days. Uh oh. So everything just got a bit muddled. What's the matter with you? Eventually, Julius Caesar decided to try and fix everything himself. He was the ruler of Rome. We learned about him in our Cleopatra episode. He added in an extra month. July. He named it after himself. July and Julius. Clever. Julius Caesar decided that January the first should be the first day of the year. January was a month named after the god Janus. Janus had two faces. One face allowed him to look into the past, the other face into the future. He was the god of beginnings. The Romans would have a festival to celebrate Janus. They gave gifts to each other. They decorated their homes with branches. And they had wild parties. After the Romans, Europe became Christian. Alleluia. 
countries and the Pope kept changing their mind about whether New Year should be on January the 1st or March the 25th, but slowly they decided it should probably be on January the 1st. Britain was actually one of the last countries to stick to March the 25th. People would celebrate the New Year, but generally Christmas was a more important day. Except in Scotland. Behold! After England and Scotland became Protestant, they were very suspicious of Christmas. They thought it was a Catholic festival. They didn't like the idea of people having so much fun. You think you're funny, do you? In England, they even banned Christmas for a while. In Scotland, Christmas was not a public holiday for a long time. The Church of Scotland said it wasn't important to celebrate it. But why are we talking about Christmas? I want to talk about New Year. Well, the Scots still wanted to have a lovely party and see their friends. So instead of focusing on Christmas, they started to have bigger and bigger New Year parties. They had their own name for it, though. Hogmanay. That's a funny word. What does it mean? We don't really know. But some people think that it came from the French words hogginane, which means party day. Fascinating! Why would Scotland have a French word for New Year? 500 years ago, Mary Queen of Scots, she was the cousin of Elizabeth I, used to be married to a French prince. And some people think that she brought the word hogginane with her when she returned from France. <laughs> Fabulous! Traditionally, part of Hogmanay was footling. That's when you visit friends and family immediately after New Year to be the first person in their house. Welcome! They used to say that the best person to have in your house was a tall man with dark hair. Oh my! Like you, Daddy. They said that would bring good luck. What's wrong with someone with blonde hair like mine? The tradition might go back into Viking times because Vikings would usually have blonde hair and they would have been invaders. Enemy spotted. So better to have a strong, dark-haired Scot. For the ancestors. The visitor was also supposed to bring a lump of coal with them to help keep the house warm. Love that. Even now, Hogmanay is still celebrated in Scotland. Hip, hip, hooray! And it's much bigger in some ways than Christmas. Christmas wasn't even a holiday in Scotland until about 50 years ago. In England, we have New Year's Day as a holiday, but in Scotland, they have New Year's Day as a holiday and also the 2nd of January. So they have such a big party that they need two days to get over it. <laughs> when it's New Year, people in Scotland sing a song called Old Lang Syme. It was written by a Scot called Robert Burns 250 years ago. It's so popular that people from all around the world often sing it at New Year. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang syne? For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for old lang syne.
and a happy new year to you all. We've made over 50 episodes of History Storytime now, and we hope your children have enjoyed them. We'd love it if you would consider joining our Patrons Club. There you can listen to exclusive episodes, help choose an episode, or even be in an episode. If you'd like to join, the details are on www.patreon.com forward slash history story time, or the details are in the show notes. Sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. Thank you.